0: In this episode I answer the huge and all-important question that everybody wants to know the answer to. How do I get quality leads? It's all on this episode and it's all coming up. Turn me up nice and loud and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Physical Therapy Business School Podcast. My name is Paul Goff, former professional soccer physical therapist and successful business owner and author from the UK. Each week, we answer your questions and bring you an inspiring story or person from the global physical therapy community. This show is dedicated to helping great physical therapists become hugely successful business owners. Thanks for joining me today. Now, let the class begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Paul Goff, uh, live from another beautiful day here in Orlando. It is um, it's Monday. It's April 11th. Uh, lovely to be here with you um, and talk about a very common question that we get asked um, regularly here at PG uh, HQ. How do I get quality leads? how do i get quality leads that's the question that we're going to answer today that um, seems to be on many of your lips um, in the community around the world we are um, hearing uh, a question that we keep getting asked so i'm going to answer it for you today how do you get quality leads first let me give you updates some really really cool stuff happening uh right now i mean orlando again um i know I, i'm like a broken record when i talk to you about this type of stuff, but um, Orlando's just beautiful right now. It's just amazing to be here. Uh, it's packed, um, which is the only downside. The restaurants, you're having to wait a little longer to get in and get served, but um, it just means that you end up spending a bit more time by the pool uh, sipping on margarita. I don't know if I uh, told you this, but the uh, lockdown did something wonderful to me, and um, it turned me on to margarita. and i am now uh firmly in love with uh with margarita so before i used to talk about ipa when i spent a lot of time in san diego i developed a little taste for uh, indian pale ale over there in um, la jolla where i spent a lot of time and i brought that little um uh, vice with me if you like to orlando and still do enjoy a nice ipa uh, but i'm loving um i love a nice uh, cold uh, full of ice cubes at margarita uh, by the pool on a saturday and sunday it's my uh, it's my favorite pastime right now so that's uh, that was pretty much the story of my weekend the busier that uh, orlando gets the more i shy away from the restaurants and the um the bar sorry the, the, the theme parks and stuff right now because it's packed easter and spring break is uh, causing people from all over the world to catch up on their holidays and rightly so so i'm going to let them have their turn i'm going to let them do their thing um and go to the theme parks and I'm just gonna sit by the pool with the kids and uh enjoy one or two margaritas. So <coughs> that's um that was the highlight of my weekend. Uh we did an amazing training, uh spoke about some Google stuff on Saturday with uh people from all over the world and uh pretty much we spent the weekend. Uh we had Natalie's mum and dad with us for the last few weeks. They went back to England on Saturday evening. Um so we've got the house back to ourselves and it's um it's it's just the best place in the world. I have I have no other um, no other thing to say about Florida. It's just amazing. So, so that's what's going on personally. Um, I think I told you last time. I'm uh, in the middle of a book, another book that comes out at Christmas. It's about achievement, extraordinary achievement, and ultimately um, that book will talk to you about what I believe to be the secret ingredients to get to a terrific life, not just make money but get to beyond just making money or success. Um, Achievement, to me, transcends success and and money. So the book is uh, halfway through. I'm about 35-ish thousand words in um, that I'm hoping to have the first draft done by the end of May before I go back to the United Kingdom. So I'm going to get my uh, writing skates on to get that done so that you can have it in your hands around about Christmas this year. So that's uh, in the works. Uh, Other things we've got happening, I'm flying back to England in the summer We've got a big event in London, an international uh, event um, lined up. Uh, We're going to be in Kensington uh, in the summer 29th and 30th. We are in London for a big global mastermind. If you want to come as a guest, uh, just reach out to the team. Usual details Camilla at PaulGoff.com or Paul at PaulGoff.com. We'll get you to the team. about that event, and then we've got one in Clearwater. I'm literally leaving London flying over to Florida again for a big event in Clearwater, and that is July the 9th and 10th. So, um, the big events are back, but listen, you got to understand this this isn't actually an official announcement, so please keep this to yourself. Um, we have just internally, if you like, confirmed the uh, event that will uh, soon be known to the PT profession as Private Practice Market Alive. Um, The big event will take place on October the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th here in Orlando. And we've lined up um, two massive speakers. Uh, Both of them you will know. And I know both of them. uh, One you've watched regularly on TV and another you've probably heard about. So I'm going to give you a little sneak into who the first one is. Um, If I said the Iron Man Cowboy, uh, would you know who he is? Uh, The Iron uh, Cowboy... um, is James Lawrence, and he did 50 triathlons in 50 days in 50 states. And he is speaking uh, on my stage here in Orlando, October uh, 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. So um, there's nothing for sale. There's no tickets yet at this point, but they'll all come out um, around about May. uh, You'll start seeing us push that out, but um, this is not even a live launch of that. Um, I was just so excited I couldn't keep it to myself. So uh, that's coming down the line. Uh, And we are committed to uh, bringing you all back together and uh, putting on these big events again um, in 2022. So there's a lot happening. And James, um, James is amazing. Um, uh, And we have somebody that um, probably um, is even more famous and even more well-known and even more sought after as a speaker uh, who is our headliner. Um, But I'm not gonna tell you who that person is yet, but I do know you've seen him on TV. That's all I'm going to say. So um, we're putting together a fantastic event. There's going to be 300 people from all over the world. It's in person only October 6th through 9th is Private Practice Market Alive 2022 here in Orlando. So we would love to um, we'd love to have you um, reach out Paul at PaulGoff.com. You can get on the early bird for the tickets. Uh, The best prices obviously will happen in the first month. And if you listen to this in a few months, just get in touch. we'd love to see you there'll be some details in the sales page uh, coming out very soon but um well it'll be at paulsbigevent.com paulsbigevent.com is where you'll be able to find uh the details on the tickets for this event 300 we've got capacity for um and I'm pretty sure there'll be um there'll be 300 so uh so yeah that's what's going on anyway that's my news today it's uh confirmed at the hotel and confirmed with james and confirmed with our other top speaker um, we'll have the ultimate CEO competition going on as well, interwoven, some cool guests, speakers from my team. Myself will be speaking probably 50% of the time. So uh, if you're a fan and you want to get on board and um, you want to just get involved with us, um, have a think about any of those dates that you can get moving. So so there we go. So let me get into this then. This um, this is a question that came from a, um, a PT this week. My team um, aggregate the best questions that they've been asked through the week. And I'm then given the responsibility of answering the question um, for, uh, for listeners. So the question is, and this is a big one, you know how this goes, right? You know, you, you, you commit to marketing and you get some phone calls, but you're never quite sure that you're getting the best leads that you can. And you always think that they are bad leads no matter how many leads you get. So the question is, how do you get quality leads? How do I get quality leads? Well, here's what I'm going to preface. Quality leads do not grow on trees. They, they they don't grow on trees, right? They don't just uh, drop out of the tree um, when they are ripe and they're ready to be eaten, right? Effect- effectively, they do fall out of the tree, but they have to be nurtured to get there in the first place. And I think that's the bit that's missing. Everybody wants this um, apple to fall out of the tree, into their lap, juicy and ready to be eaten. And what we forget is it probably took six to... Eight months, whatever, for that apple to get to that point in the first place, and that's exactly what real lead nurture and lead generation is about. And a lot of people are um, now rightly moving towards direct marketing, and you know, moving towards uh, getting their own source of customers. Um, rightly in conjunction, sometimes with with doctors and getting referrals through doctors, and you know, even if you're in network, fantastic. It doesn't mean you can't get um, referrals. Uh, From the community, from newspapers, from Facebook, from Google, from social media, whatever it is that you're doing. But it needs to be understood that there's a different mentality and a different operating process needed to convert those folks to become patients. That if they come from a doctor, they might be a little bit more ripe and ready to fall off the apple tree. If they come from Facebook or Google, um, well, they may still be um growing, uh, blossoming, if you like, starting to still make up their mind about whether or not they want to hire you. Let's get clear on what a good lead is and a bad lead, right? A bad lead isn't somebody that says no. A bad lead isn't somebody who doesn't answer the phone. And a bad lead isn't somebody who tells you that they've got no money. If they live within a reasonable distance from your clinic, now, wherever that, uh, whatever that might look like for you. It could be 5 miles, 7 miles, 10 miles. If they live within a reasonable time frame of your clinic, they've got back pain, knee pain, neck pain, or something that you can help them with, let's just call them a good lead. right? Now, what we then need to debate is whether or not they're ready to buy from you. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they were a good lead or a bad lead. It means that there are different points in the journey. And I think what needs to start being thought through is instead of blaming the lead, it's going to be a lot more profitable for you if you blame the operating system that you've got. So, if my current operating system isn't good enough, well, what I'll keep saying is I've got bad leads. And if my operating system is good, I'll keep being um, grateful for the leads I'm getting because I'll inherit them from or attract them from Google or Facebook or YouTube or whatever it is that you're doing, they'll get in touch with my clinic. And then they'll go through an operating system which develops the lead, nurtures them over a period of time, and converts them to a a client or a paying customer. And that's really what's in the way here. Anytime somebody says to me, how do I get better leads? I say, well, ultimately get a better operating system. Because the marketing can only do so much. Marketing's job is to get somebody to raise their hand. Now, if that newspaper ad talks about back pain and independence and a lifetime of... um, activity versus pills and surgery, and somebody calls who's got back pain and requests your information or wants to come to a workshop, that's a good lead. Let's just put that to bed. That's a good lead. And even if you might turn around and say, well, they're all Medicare or nobody wants to pay, they're all elderly. Well, fine. But the elderly um, are quite quite happy to spend money on themselves if they um, uh, if you can prove to them that you can help them. They shouldn't be put into a a, a blanket you know together and said well they're medicare and they don't want to pay um if you've opted out and you can do that or you know whether they're a certain age or they're outside of the uh, or in a certain insurance it doesn't mean that they won't pay cash like you, you can't get to that point of putting a newspaper ad out that says don't call if you've got medicare you know i only take people with a minimum bank budget bank balances of $50,000 or more um and a salary of $125,000 it's very difficult to do that Right, We can't, and so we have to operate and create a system that says, we're trying to attract 20 leads, 15 leads a month right, from Google. If we can get 15 leads a month from Google, five of them will be just definitely wrong and, and don't want you. And we're just wanting some free stuff and just dabbling. Another five are relatively serious and another five are very serious. So you can make money out of the other 10 if you like, but what we need is then an operating system to work with those five that are relatively serious. And then an operating system, another playbook if you like, as I call it, playbook A and playbook B, to push the people down who are very serious into your um, treatment room faster. So really, um, point number one is stop blaming the marketing. Marketing um, always gets the blame for bad sales. And what's the fastest way to improve your marketing? Fix your sales. I'll say that again. What's the fastest way to improve marketing? Leave it alone and just go and put the same effort and energy that you would into fighting with marketing, into fixing sales or fixing the follow up, fixing the nurture, and watch what happens. Marketing can only do so much. Google can only do so much. Facebook can only do so much. I've had clients whinging at getting 35 phone calls off Google and not one of them was a good fit. And at some point, I've got to say, I'm sorry, it's not the Google leads that's the problem. It's the way your phone is being answered. It's the way you're being, um, your, your operating system right now is, um, is nurturing or a lack of nurturing that just isn't taking place. And that's what's causing the breakdown. So then the temptation is just to go back and blame marketing, fight with the marketing department or team or the outsource company that you work with, blame them for everything. And yet they're delivering 34 leads, right? Like it can't be all 34, like, come on. It can't be all seven, like, give me a break. Like it it just can't be. But what it can be is the way that we're talking to somebody on the phone. It can be the questions we're forgetting to ask. It can be the fact that we take it personally that somebody says no to us. And instead of saying great no just means not right now and having a 30, 60, 90, 120 day process to take somebody in April, for example, right now to becoming a client in July, that's where all of your progress is. That's where all of your money's gonna get made. And that's where your marketing gets better. So I um, am a big uh, advocate of, as you know, um, fortunes in the follow up um, that very few people are ready to spend money with you today, and when they call, they're looking for information. And so, really, what it begs the question of is is a lack of understanding of this thing called lead generation and lead nurture. Every business that you work with or deal with, um, candidly, if I can see it, this podcast is a lot of lead nurture. A lot of people find me and they start listening to podcasts, and then three months later, six months later, hey, presto, they're at a seminar, and the podcast is a form of lead nurture. You're probably listening to this podcast, having found me, heard about me randomly through YouTube, social media, somebody mentioned me, somebody turned you onto me. You weren't ready to, to, to come to a seminar or buy a program or do anything yet. But once you've started listening to a few podcasts and you know, you're know you a few months in, you start to think, great, I really like this guy or I don't, right? One of the two, you either stop listening and you go listen to somebody else's because you don't like my, my stuff, my substance, my... Um, uh, you know my message what i um are able to offer you you just think it's not right for you so you stop listening fine but equally somebody else goes i love this and this is exactly what i need and i'm now more confident about moving forward to a seminar i will risk coming to your big event or i will buy a program or i will read your books or i will engage with some of your team so the podcast is a form of nurture it's a form of a customer what i call customer development um because Imagine if you know there is another business out there that does what I do, and just because you don't interact with them or buy from them the first time that they ask you, they would classify you as a bad lead. And yet, here I am with a process and a system for nurturing leads that leads to very, very good clients that last with me for five or six years, and more in some cases. So the other business owner who's trying to get your business right now thinks you're a bad lead. And I think this is totally normal and I build a process for you that involves books, free information, free strategy calls, free trials in programs, numerous podcasts, numerous video shows, just things that you can get um, uh, more in tune with what I uh, talk about and who I am and what I believe in and what my values are that allows you and I to connect. And then in, after a few weeks or months, you go, yeah, your values line up with me, you you know, you know, appear to be a little bit like me, you talk like me, you have the same views as me, you uh, speak the language that I need to know about when it comes to finance or marketing or business, and I'm gonna try and find out more about you. So I'll come to an event or I'll buy a program. And that's how it works. And it's the exact same thing with a patient of a business. So I always ask you um, to, to step outside of the decision that you're thinking or making about patients and just say, how do you want to be nurtured? How do you want to be spoken to? How do you behave? If you were a patient of a PT practice and you rang up and you had back pain and you were a little nervous and you didn't understand the health system and you weren't sure what this out of network stuff was or what this cash pay thing is, or you just couldn't be bothered to go for a referral for a doctor at this point because you, you just, you're just not there yet. It's just a hassle. Does it mean you're a bad patient? Does it mean that you're a bad lead? Or does it mean that the customer is a little spooked and the business now has a little bit of work to do to win you over? How would you feel if the business gave up on you? How would you feel if the company never called you back and never rang a week later and said, Hey, um, Paul, you got in touch last week about back pain. First of all, can I just ask, how is that back? That's the most important thing. Let's get a little compassion and humility into it, right? Which is what really peas me off, want of a better word, when I talk to some clinics who's, for example, front desk guy or gal doesn't want to make a phone call. And I say, what? You've got a guy or gal on the front desk who doesn't have the compassion or the level of humility just to pick up the phone and say, you got in touch last week. You told me you had back pain. I just want to ask, how are you? First of all, how are you? We don't even need to talk about insurance or cash or out of network or anything like that. I just want to ask, How are you? And if you tell me you're fine, I'm going to say, wonderful, that's the best news I've had all day. And if you tell me you're not fine, I might ask anything I can do to help. Would you like to come down and speak to a physio for free? Would you like to come to a workshop? Would you like to speak to a physio on the phone? Shall I see if I can get somebody to call you and just see what we can do to help you for free to get this thing moving for you? I don't understand that. And I and I do struggle sometimes when I hear that there are people on phones or in positions in certain clinics or businesses that just don't want to do that type of thing. Because really that's all lead nurture and lead generation is. We get somebody to take a free information report or raise their hand for something on your website, right? The lead is being generated. Now what we need is lead nurture. And lead nurture might take thirty, sixty, ninety days. And over that 30, 60, 90 days is when the lead becomes more qualified, right? Quality and qualified, they're very close words. It's exactly the same thing. You want a qualified lead or a quality lead. And you get a quality lead after 30 days or 60 days or 90 or 120 days. When you've had two or three phone calls with them, when you've sent them some mail, when you posted a nice book out to them. Um, just, to, Just like, I, I think I'm trying to get into your head a little as to how simple this is that you don't really have to do that much for me. If I've called your office and you've took my telephone number or email address, you could send me some YouTube videos, you could post out some exercises, you could call me once a week, you could send me a text message. Why wouldn't you do that, right? When I am probably gonna spend $1,500 with you if you get me to say yes. And then I'm gonna refer three people who'll also spend $1,500. So quality leads, the minute any of my clients says to me, I, "I, you know, I, I need better leads." I'm like, "No, you don't. You need a better operating system. Like, you really do. Like, there isn't really that big of a deal. Bad leads, if they, you know, you're in, you're in Texas and they're calling from Florida. That, that's a bad lead, right? Unless you're doing some virtual stuff. A, a, a bad lead isn't somebody who lives five minutes from your clinic who just doesn't want to pay right now. They, I'll tell you what that is. Normal with a capital N. N-O-R-M-A-L, normal. It's completely normal and I can't stress it enough, fast enough for you to to build that into your way of thinking when it comes to building your business. That the fastest way to improve your marketing is to fix your sales process. And don't shout with marketing, don't shout with your team, don't shout with Google or Facebook or anybody else. If you're getting a reasonable number of phone calls, and by the way, a reasonable number for me on Google is if I get 10 or 15, I'm very happy. If I get 10 off Facebook, I'm, I'm excited. If I get 7 to 10 phone calls off a newspaper, if I get 3 replies from an email, it's, it's that simple. Like You're not asking for the world. In fact, I did a, a Google webinar on Saturday. You know, We have a, a huge agency now, as I'm sure you know, and we work with clients all over the world in our Google and Facebook um, program. And I I always say, look, if you if you need a hundred leads from Google, I'm not your guy because I don't know how to do it. Like I I, I can't get you a hundred leads from Google. I'm I'm just not capable. I don't know how to do that. And I and I would open up and say I don't. Even if you give me five to ten thousand dollars a month, it would be very difficult to sustain a hundred leads a month at one clinic in a small town. There probably just isn't the deal flow there to to do it. So I I can't promise you that. And I don't. You know, I would say, look, I, I can probably get you ten to fifteen, but that's all you need. Now, in some cases, you're getting 25 or 30 or whatever, right? But what I'm saying is I think people overcomplicate and make marketing bigger than it needs to be. It's actually really simple to be successful with marketing. Get 10 or 15 phone calls from Google, 10 from Facebook, 7, 8 from a newspaper, 2 or 3 each month from social media, 5 from an email you send, a little workshop for unconverted leads at the end of a month or at the end of a quarter, um A little in clinic promotion, a few gas calls, what we call give a shit calls, call past patients back. There really isn't an excuse for you know for why your clinic shouldn't be be busy or twenty thirty percent forty percent more busy than it is today. But if we keep blaming marketing and we keep looking for the perfect headline or the perfect u s p um you know it it it's just going to go down a rabbit hole and really you're fixing the wrong problem. marketing is getting you the leads. I think really then it's about looking at the operating system that you've got and just asking um, whether or not that actually is where the work needs to be, um, to you know, to be done. So just because they say no doesn't mean that they're a bad fit. Um, these are the things I've wrote down for you. It's tempting for sales to always blame marketing. You know, I, I'm a marketer at heart. I love marketing. And I know that, that the marketing gets the blame for everything, right? Everything that's going wrong in the business is because we've got bad leads. No sales, bad leads. Sales, but but drop-offs, bad bad leads, bad patients. Let's let's fix the marketing. Let's fix the marketing. Um, even when marketing's absolutely flying and the phones ringing, blame marketing. We're too busy. Switch marketing off. Like everybody wants to to have a a little dig at marketing and um, you know you've got to be very confident and very strong when it comes to your marketing. That actually it's doing a good enough job, and maybe it's the guy or girl who answers the phone isn't good enough. Maybe it's that there's just no lip service or there is lip service paid to follow up. So here's my little things for you. Um, here's my little five tips. To get better quality leads, get a longer follow-up. Longer follow-up. And get in the game of customer development, patient, uh, patient development, uh, lead development. So lead generation is the first thing. Phone calls from Google is lead generation. Then it's over to you for lead development. So fix your development uh, part of it. Better phone calls, better staff training, follow up with email and direct mail. That's why I love Infusionsoft. Um for that type of thing send out books send out free exercises give them opportunity to read something about you read testimonials and so on number 2 um get better um get better at sales sales is different from marketing and just because we're a healthcare practice i've said this many times it doesn't mean you don't have to sell what you do you do it's not a dirty word it's not a low level job it's probably the, the, the most important vital skill on the planet, as far as I see it. If my kids know how to sell, they're never ever gonna have to worry about food and water and, and a roof over their head. I don't think there is a better, um, skill to have. And when you're selling something that changes somebody's life for the better and keeps them off pills and out of surgery, I think sales is a terrific thing, a terrific, uh, string to add to your bore in order to, to kind of facilitate the growth of your practice, if you like. So sales is very different from marketing. Sales, um, here's my distinction. Marketing moves people away from pain. Sales moves them uh, towards pleasure. So there's two very different conversations. If marketing is about moving away from pain, sales, when you're talking to customers and clients on the phone, it's about moving them towards a better life. So if the fear is I don't want to be stuck on pills or the surgery that I might have to have, well, sales is you can lead an independent, terrific life, spend time with your grandkids and so on. Uh, number three Um, number three is time the time that you spend with somebody the time that you spend with somebody is absolutely vitally important Um, it does really allow or need time for people to nurture and to mature and be developed as what I call trust develop trust matured clients the amount of time that you spend with them is directly proportional. So the amount of time that you spend with them before they spend money is directly proportional to the amount of money that they spend with you. So if you spend more time with them before they spend money, they'll spend more time with you after. If you rush them into a a plan of care, they'll probably cancel it and they'll feel uncomfortable and they'll feel awkward. So time is vital. And you've got to ask why don't you give them the time is it you is it your ego do you think that they should buy do you think it's beneath you have you not got the the operating time wiggle room built in and everyone's too busy being busy in the office well great you need a little lesson or a little exercise on uh, productivity and prioritizing and getting rid of some low level tasks and maybe just bringing in an intern or just getting somebody else on staff to do some low level stuff to free somebody up to do it number four good phone skills um, we had a great discussion. Uh, a guy called Natty Bransberger, I'm pretty sure he'd be listening from New Jersey. Um, great, 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 uh, client of ours in our CEO program. And, um, it was funny we were talking about, um, needing somebody really good on the phone and how sort of contentious it is for, you know, people in healthcare generally to not talk about having a salesperson. And, um, he coined the phrase just a, a director of phone, right? A director of phone. We just need somebody really good on the phone right if you don't want to employ somebody in sales don't don't go and get a salesperson just put a job ad up for a director of phone right because really all we're talking about here is just someone who's really comfortable really confident on the phone and um is able to talk to people and has a previous history of that we're not selling ice um to to um eskimos do you know what i mean it's not difficult we're not selling sand to arabs we're not selling ice to eskimos we're not we're not doing that Um, we're not selling barrels of hate to people in Texas like we're not on a ranch we're not doing that like it's selling something to somebody who's raised their hand that they've got a problem we really just need to deploy empathy and compassion that's it and that's what will sell our services so you need a very good phone person a very good phone person and if you're not confident or not sure just set up a little call tracking on the phone right now give it a week and listen back to them And the final one I've got for you today is you need a path A and a path B. So what that means, I call it ramps. You need a ramp. Different people like to start on different ramps to get on the freeway, right? Is my analogy in my offices. That Some people want a plan A, which is a free consultation. And some people are not ready for that. So you need a playbook B or a path B or a ramp B. That is a free phone call uh, with the same physio, but you don't have to come down and see it. And some people don't want that they need to come and sit in a group and be in a mini-workshop and be there for an hour in your office. And at the end of it, you offer them the free appointment with the with the PT. So you need multiple paths. Some people, it might be, send them a book. Start with the book. After the book, come to the workshop. After the workshop, do the free visit. After the free visit, sign up for a plan of care. And that sounds a lot, and it is. But if you're priced appropriately and you've got the right pricing, you can afford to do that, knowing that that client will spend $2,500 with you and probably come back 10 or 15 times in their lifetime. So when you think about it, why would you not give them a book? Why would you not give them a free session? Why would you not give them a workshop? If that client is probably worth twenty-five to $30,000 with you over the next 20 years, how many of those clients do you need before you get really rich? Not many. You only need a few hundred clients who are going to come back every year and spend $2,500 with you and you will be a very rich and very happy individual. You add that to whatever you're earning right now, and you plug this type of mindset and thinking into your business, I think you're going to get very, very rich in business. And so you should. By the way, I, I absolutely wholeheartedly believe that you should um, do an amazing job for these clients, and um, they'll reward you handsomely um, for it. So, so that's my that's my thoughts. Um, quality leads don't grow on trees; they're nurtured and developed. Lead generation is the precursor, um, and what follows that is lead development. And I think you've got to look at your operating system. If you keep blaming marketing, you're just going to get frustrated and tired. If you blame your operating system, you can fix that. You can change it. You can add books and direct mail and phone calls and text messages and use Infusionsoft or Now for all of these things that you need to automate your follow-up, which is why I'm obsessive over Infusionsoft. And if you haven't got it, you've got to get it. You must have it. If you're serious about growing and scaling, it's the best employee you'll ever have. Um, in the the systems and the power of Infusionsoft that make growing businesses easier. It's one of those things that once you get it, you n- you never go back and you think, God, oh, how did I ever live without this thing? Reach out to, or just head over to polgolf.com forward slash Infusionsoft. You can have a look at the stuff that I do. I'll send you the free video on it. Um, and even if you don't get it through me or through my team, just get it because it will help you in this department. The very fact that so many people are asking us for how do I get better quality leads, to me suggests that not enough people have automated systems that nurture and develop um, clients to the point where they're ready to spend money over a 90 day, 120 day period of time. So just because they say no, doesn't mean that they're a bad fit. Absolutely not, that's not true. It just means no, not right now. And it's tempting for sales to always blame marketing Everybody wants to blame marketing. Nobody likes marketing. Nobody wants to do marketing. Nobody likes the marketers. Everything's their fault. If the clinic's not getting good leads, it's the marketer's fault. And if the clinic's too busy, it's the marketer's fault. And they need to switch marketing off. And your five tips. um, Long follow-up. Sales is different from marketing. Um, You need some good uh, director of phones. You need more time allocated than you are now. And you need a path A, B, and maybe even a path C in order to get quality leads. So there you go. That's my thoughts on that topic. Um, leave me a review. Let me know what you thought of this uh, episode. Would love to um, love to see how this has impacted you. Uh, please share this out. Tell your friends we're back. The podcast is here. Um, we're thinking long and hard now about new features for the podcast for you. There'll be some guest interviews coming down the line with some of our top clients as well. The CEO series is coming back, uh, which is a spotlight shone on what it takes to step back from patient care and still grow a profitable uh, company. So we're um, we're back in the game. Macy is our uh, new director, our new uh, producer of the podcast. She's doing fantastic, uh, loves, uh, loves producing this and is uh, coming up with some great ideas that we can bring to you. So I legit hope that helps. If you're just listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome to the community. You are uh, one of a few thousand, if not more, listeners every single time I put this podcast out. Um, I believe we're heading close to a million uh, downloads over the next couple of weeks which will be a pretty big milestone um, we've been at this for four or five years now. Um, thousands of people listening. Um, you know, you, you can log into your sort of SoundCloud and Anchor account, and it can tell you a, a rough estimate of how many actual listeners you've gotten. Um, we're into the couple of thousand already again since we've rebooted the podcast. So, um, welcome back if you're just coming back to listen to us, and thanks for sharing this out. And if you're new to us, uh, welcome to uh, what we affectionately call Planet Paul. Uh, It's great to have you. We love you. And if you're in Australia, you're in the UK, you're in America, Canada, Europe, um, even Scotland, uh, you're welcome. Um, I would say even France, but no, I won't go there. Um, You're very welcome to be part of this. uh, You're very welcome to be part of this community. Um, There's some big things happening. The events, uh, put those dates in your calendar. And if you're uh, looking at something like Infusionsoft, head over to polgoff.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Um, and take a look at uh, what I do with Infusionsoft and get inspired by you know the systems that I built in my business to help me grow it. All right, that's all I've got for you today. We will be back. Make sure you're um, following along what will happen next. The next episode will be an audio experience, which is something that I've done on stage recently. I've done on a coaching call recently, a staff training, something that will be uh, pre-recorded, if you like, we just thought was very impactful. Um, and if you haven't already... Make sure you listen to the podcast about um, where most of our insecurities come from. Um, I've never had as much feedback as I uh, have of that particular podcast episode. It was the one just before this. Check it out, what you can learn from the world's number one tennis star uh, retiring at the age of 25. My goodness, what a story that is. And I talk in depth about how it relates to the insecurities we've got and ultimately where all of those insecurities come from um, and why you possibly do get a little bit Uh, fearful of some of the decisions that you need to make as a business owner well worth a listen anyway that's what you're going to find Uh, one live interview me talking like this fireside chat type thing friday afternoon the podcast audio experience will come out with something that's um, hot and topical uh, that i've been talking about recently but there you go thanks for listening we appreciate you we love you and i hope to see you at one of our events really soon thank you have fun Thanks for listening to the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. If you're ready to join the 4% Club Mastermind program to help you manage and grow a profitable PT clinic, get in touch by sending an email to paul at PaulGoff.com to find out if there's any openings. And we'll talk to you again real soon next week on another episode of Paul Goff's Physical Therapy Business School podcast. Until then, have an amazing day.